We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey, Rotoviz Radio listener. This is Curtis Patrick from the Dynasty Command Center podcast, and I've got a special deal for you today. Go to rotoviz.com, click the subscribe button, put the 12-month subscription in your cart, and use promo code RVRADIO2021. That's RVRADIO2021. And you're going to save 10%. Taking advantage of this deal, getting your hands on what's included in the package is the best way to enhance your performance this year. So go to rotoviz.com and subscribe now. Mahomes has the time, delivers, perfectly downfield, touchdown, Patrick Mahomes with a rope. This one out. This time going deep for Beckham Jr. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Rotoviz Overtime on Rotoviz Radio, brought to you by Blue Wire. My name is Colin Kelly. You can follow me on Twitter at Overtime Ireland. As always, joined by my co-host here on the show, it is Sean Siegel. Sean, the draft now, uh, as we record this on Tuesday, just nine days away. It's uh, coming here uh, thick and fast, and uh, really looking forward to seeing how it shakes out. I think there's going to be a couple of interesting picks and a couple of interesting spots that might change how the rest of that opening round, in particular plays out i just want to mention at the start of the show just for some of the listeners if they haven't had a chance yet to check out uh, the kind of mini series that i did along with travis may and john daigle uh, posted over the weekend with we four parts wide receiver tight end quarterback and running back uh, you can check out all those shows up on rotoviz radio uh, fun time talking with both of the guys so knowledgeable about the rookies coming into this class so I highly recommend the listeners to head over and check that out. But Sean, as we get close to the draft, today's show we're going to talk a little bit about draft ADP in terms of uh, triflex and superflex, and we're going to talk about that in just a moment. Before we get into that, um, how, how's things going this week? It's been great. It's uh, a lot of fun to uh, have the draft so close. Obviously, the great shows that you have been doing. It's also 
uh, quite a bit of fun to have the Rotovix Triflex Dynasty format up and running. I'm drafting in a league now with Monty Fawn, who uh, is one of our writers and really one of our FFPC experts. He's had just extraordinary results in a wide variety of their formats through the years. And it's just a lot of fun to draft with different Rotoviz writers. We've talked quite a bit about leagues that I've done uh, with Blair Andrews, with Curtis Patrick. Uh, you and I have done some great leagues together. And it's, I think, very helpful for your performance in other leagues to draft you know, best ball if you want to get better at redraft, dynasty if you want to get better at best ball, and to experience some of these drafts with different people. You learn a lot from discussing picks with somebody who maybe has a slightly different approach than you do, and even with players who have very uh, similar strategies and views of fantasy going through some of the different scenarios picking their brains getting a feel for how they work within drafts uh, can be just a, a big opportunity to grow your own game and that's true you know if you just started last month if you've been playing for a couple of years or you know if you've been doing it for over a decade and so that's been a lot of fun we're going to talk a little bit about some of those picks you know as we go forward at least next couple of weeks but yeah discussing the dynasty adp today and going over some dynasty trades on thursday i think this is a lot of fun going into the nfl draft yeah it's going to be good and uh, as i've teased on the last couple of shows and um, we are epi- or getting close to episode 200 hard to believe we have uh, almost 200 editions of the show in the books but that's going to happen the week after the draft and we've been plugging it saying that you can drop your five star reviews get yourself in with an early chance to enter the upcoming contest well some more details of the contest are here for you today we are going to be giving away two one month subscription to the road of his site for second and third place and then first place going to get themselves a three month sub and an appearance on an upcoming podcast to, to pick the brain of uh, Sean Siegel and ask some questions uh, in an upcoming show. So a nice little uh, booster prize. You can, you're can you not going to get that prize anywhere else in terms of getting an appearance on the, the road of his OT podcast. And we do keep those guest appearances to uh, a, a minimum almost here on the show. So uh, it could be a, a really, really good uh prize to win and so all you have to do to get in on that is drop a five-star review in your favorite podcast app also dropping a plug on social media on facebook twitter wherever you share a podcast and so on drop drop us that little plug it won't uh, do your chances any harm uh, we would appreciate that as well so as i mentioned three prizes up for grabs uh, one month subscription for two people and then a three month sub and an appearance on the podcast then for the lucky winner so that is going to be open for the next couple of weeks we will be reading out some reviews on thursday's podcast getting some lovely reviews in uh, over the last uh, couple of weeks as we as we were running the contest here much much appreciated helps us grow the podcast audience and and rise up those ranks in the the podcast charts as well so get in get us that five star review and uh, get yourself a chance to win one of those prizes over the next couple of weeks sean as we look at the areas of similarity here when we look between superflex and triflex and for some of the listeners maybe that are, are haven't heard us talk about triflex recently it is the new format what the ffpc teamed up with rotoviz really fascinating uh, strategy there um, and then we also have your standard superflex and of course if you're playing on the ffpc it is tight end premium as well so we're going to look at some of the areas of similarity sean uh, if you want to take the, the listeners through a couple of a couple of similarities that you've noticed straight off the bat 
Yeah, so now that we have a few of these drafts in the bank, we can split out the regular FFPC Superflex ADP from the Rotoviz Triflex ADP. And again, just a, a quick note about the differences in format in the Rotoviz Triflex version. You have to start a third wide receiver. That's part of the default lineup. And then you have the Triflex. One of those can be a super flex, so start up to two quarterbacks total, and then there are two additional flexes. And this means that we can go up to a five wide receiver starting lineup, even with the two QBs in there. So that's really the big shift here in terms of how you play it. It also means, though, that you could go up to four running backs and still have the three wide receivers in there. It means you could play more tight ends. So it does give you a lot of flexibility in terms of you know what you want to do with playing those extra positions. Whomever you like, whatever position, you know, is kind of, you know, your guys, the people that you would like to see in your starting lineup that you can't with the normal format, you can now get them in with the Rotoviz Triflex format. And so a lot of ways to play this. I think that's a lot of fun. We can look at some of the similarities and differences in terms of ADP now. And one of the things that's kind of interesting to me is that uh, perhaps because it's fresh, perhaps because it's very difficult for us as human beings to not anchor to what's already there. So the ADP that's in place from some of these other drafts, it's maybe a little more similar to the traditional Superflex ADP that I would have guessed. Some areas that are similar, and we'll start with one that maybe is not a surprise, and that's that the first 11 picks are almost identical, and we're getting a lot of those quarterbacks in the first round with the end of round one being you know, Burrow, Wilson, Dalvin Cook in there. The drafting of the QBs has been almost the same, right? We have 19 QBs through five rounds, 28 QBs through 10 rounds, and I think that mostly makes sense. Now, the QBs don't have quite as large an impact when you have a deeper starting lineup those other positional players can water down the the effect of that quarterback scoring a little bit but there's no question that quarterbacks are going to still be very very important the other position that's always important in these tight end premium leagues is tight end and call them the similarities there also stand out Yes, yeah, so in terms of the tight end position and you know tight end premium, uh, four drafted through round four and then seven through round six. So uh, four going off the board there pretty pretty early, three going out in the next two rounds. But twelve uh, to thirteen through round ten in both leagues. So we're seeing a lot of those guys, particularly at the top end off the the talent charts and the the, the sorry the tight end position come off the board very very swiftly and uh, you know we if you're listening to the show on a regular basis you know our feelings on getting those elite tight ends into the roster but we also talk about you know when to take those tight ends and those guys that are coming off the the board and you know round nine ten uh, there's a big difference in those guys coming off the the board in round two three for example and and so on so we have to uh, take that into consideration when we're picking those guys up but very very similar throughout both formats so when we get into the areas of difference and you know you mentioned there being able to start the additional wide receivers the big difference that we're probably going to see here is how much we're seeing the wide receiver position go off the board a little bit earlier in particular when we see uh, in your standard format three wide receivers going off the board in round two but if we look then in triflex there's six wide receivers going off the board in round two so you're doubling the amount just in that first kind of stage where we're expecting wide receivers to come off the board so that is uh, that's a uh, quite a big jump but I, I think very very unexpected or very very expected sorry because 
we're expecting to start more wide receivers and that's going to end up then with uh, more of those guys getting pushed off the draft board just because of the the premium off the position and being able to start those additional options so pretty much what we're doing and most of our drafts sean getting uh, and particularly in your season long leagues but in your your uh, dynasty leagues as well getting those wide receivers on the board early and often but the the thing sean that i think uh, that stood out a little bit for me that was interesting is that running back section and, and how the running backs are still quite uh, he- heavily valued in the triflex format. They are. And again, maybe that's not a surprise in some ways. We see even in pretty wide receiver heavy formats, uh, like some of the other best ball formats, that running backs go off the board very, very early. People want to lock down a couple of guys there and pivot to wide receiver. I think when you're looking at dynasty and you're looking at a dynasty format where we talk all the time about winning the race to fill the flex we know that we want to start five wide receivers we know that wide receivers hold their their value better in dynasty and so both in terms of building this starting lineup foundation but also building your dynasty foundation where you're going to own these players for multiple years it's a little bit surprising not to see the wide receivers pulled up a little bit more now as you mentioned, we're getting those six wide receivers in round two. So that's really almost the main area that we're seeing a difference. In the traditional format, you have Justin Jefferson, A.J. Brown going in round two, very solid round two picks. That's not a surprise. I mean, those are the two really young superstar wide receivers that I think uh, we all believe owners are going to be able to count on for the long term here. And then you have either DK Metcalf or Devontae Adams getting pulled in at the end of round two with the other person sliding into round three and then Tyreek Hill, CD Lamb. And CD Lamb actually has a traditional super flex ADP toward the end of round three. And so he's someone who really does have a big jump here in terms of being pulled into the late second in the triflex format. But then we still see rounds three rounds four not nearly as wide receiver heavy as you might expect i think that that's going to shift a little bit through time as owners get a little bit more comfortable with how this format plays out uh we have adp for the format that shows that maybe you know you want to be a little bit more wide receiver heavy but right now we look at through round five we have 22 running backs and 17 wide receivers. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Here is coming off the board. That's only slightly more wide receiver heavy. 
than the traditional format that has 23 running backs and 13 wide receivers. And then we see that trend continue through round 12 through round 10, where the triflex format is wide receiver 47, running back 33. Traditional is wide receiver 43, running back 36. So we do see in rounds you know four through ten we see this big flip to the wide receiver position that tends to happen in both formats it's heavier in the triflex format but still probably not as heavy as i would have expected sean as we look at how to kind of attack these drafts um you know early in the process and we're going to go through some of the strategies here now i think um i have after what we talked about there we have a, a show sheet here where we're going to go through them i have one that i'm very very interested to talk about in a moment but we will hold back we will we will leave that for a moment but y- you've marked down here about trading back in round one and i think like we've talked about this a few times now with Superflex uh, in particular and it'll work for triflex as well as having those quarterbacks if you have the first overall pick the second overall pick third overall pick if you can get that opportunity to trade back and you know pick up those extra pieces like you've mentioned a couple of your recent drafts and maybe even you know get a a trevor lawrence or even back to dak prescott or back to joe burrow there's a a chance there to to pick up a lot of very valuable picks um for later on in this draft or even future drafts um and i think that's what you what you're getting at there with the the trading back in round one is that is that the process you're thinking yeah so one of the things that we see happen in these drafts is that you're going to get stuck with or the gift of a first round pick that could be anywhere one through 12 right and if you play a variety of leagues hopefully you get spread throughout there a little bit so you at least have some picks in the top half if you have that first pick with patrick mahomes it's going to be very very difficult to give that up at the same time your trade options are going to be pretty significant at that point one of the things that you can do if you receive this great gift of a pick in the first you know, three, four, five slots is to simply try and move down, stay in that first round, stay in the range where you can get one of the foundation backs, where you can get one of the star quarterbacks. As we move down, the risk increases with these quarterbacks, but we still have young guys available at the end of the first round here, and you can pick up a lot of firepower for the future. And so in the particular draft that Monty and I are doing, we were lucky enough to get the 103. Kyler Murray is sitting there on the board. We've talked a lot about how Murray has this incredible upside, perhaps more upside really than any other quarterback with the unique run-pass mix. And so that's going to be a a very tantalizing pick there for other potential owners to come up for. And you both increase your risk if you pass on the star player, but you spread your risk if you have more than one way that you can win and so we traded back to the 112 we were able to pick up a future first round pick and you think about the guys who are going in the first round of this current 2021 rookie draft and it's pretty exciting really all the way through to think of who those guys could be yes you have to delay that until the following season you're not going to get the value out of that this year at the same time now you have multiple ways you could potentially win now you also can use that pick to trade back in later in the draft which is something that we may try and do so we pass up on kyler murray we end up getting joe burrow at the 112 
We still have this young potential star quarterback, maybe a guy who's going to have a third uh, elite wide receiver added to this group. We could be talking about the Cincinnati Bengals in a similar light to the Dallas Cowboys by the time the NFL draft is done, you know, looking at what they can do to attack teams. And so I like to try and maximize the ways that we can win minimize the risks of individual players and if you're lucky enough to get a good pick in round one looking at trading down in that round uh, can really just sort of add rocket fuel to the amount of value that having gotten that early pick can give you and then column especially if we're looking at the second half of round one i think the other sort of interesting question there is how do you want to structure this start with elite running back elite qb and for me it really boils down to two potential ways that you can play it obviously you can play it uh in many more scenarios than just this you can play it with both running backs you can play it with both quarterbacks but there's an interesting choice here i think that starts to set up if you have a pick in the second half of round one and you're trying to decide between taking someone like a trevor lawrence or taking someone like a jonathan taylor and then when you wrap back around into round three, you know perhaps you take one of those young wide receivers in round two where you get yourself a tight end foundation piece. But you get back into round three, and then there's this question of Justin Fields versus Travis Etienne. Now, depending on exactly where you draft, you may not have these exact choices, but one of the great things about dynasty startup drafts is you can trade around, you can move some. So if you need to get to a slightly different spot, you can. But Colin, my question for you is would you prefer to have the Jonathan Taylor, Justin Fields start, or would you prefer to have the Trevor Lawrence, Travis Etienne start? Which element of risk versus upside do you prefer? How do you look at this situation with Trevor Lawrence, where he's this generational prospect, isn't going to have to sit for his rookie year. So if you're drafting in this next week before the draft, you don't have to worry about that. Versus Justin Fields, where... There's a lot more uncertainty, but also potentially more upside if we think that some of the rushing value will translate to the NFL. Now, he doesn't necessarily have the rushing upside of a Trey Lance, but people, I think outside of NFL evaluators, certainly fantasy owners are more confident that Fields has a higher floor as a passer. So looking at those two combinations, compare and contrast them for me. Which start do you prefer? I prefer the the Fields Taylor start. Um, the reason for that is I think like Lawrence is the probably the safer option at quarterback at this exact moment in time. I could see, and we've talked about him being the best prospect, you know, coming in as a quarterback since at least Andrew Luck. But what I think could happen here over the next uh, you know ten days is Justin Fields' value I think could skyrocket if he lands in that spot in San Francisco. And we talked about this on the draft series is if he lands with San Francisco. I think that his immediate, he, he may not play this year. I think he still will have a, a chance to do that if he lands in that spot. But the part that's going to be interesting is the offense that he's in, the players that are around him could already put him in a much better situation than Trevor Lawrence. So Trevor Lawrence is coming in with the, the ability, the upside. But we're also looking at a situation where we like the players, Sean, in Jacksonville, but we've seen what Jacksonville does to players that we like at times, and uh, it's not it's not usually a good thing. I also think that Jonathan Taylor um, is the running back I want out of that pairing. Um, you know, we, we started last season around this time talking about Taylor as a, 
just a, a phenomenal prospect and then obviously the, the start to the season and into the midpoint didn't go as as much as we probably would have hoped but he finished the season uh, pretty much as strong as anyone could have, have thought of that if that season had been in reverse we would have been uh, you know the hype would have been uh, crazy after three or four weeks of the season so um, I, I really like Jonathan Taylor heading into this year um, I think there's going to be a you know a better offensive scheme I think as well when we look at the, the Colts I think having Wentz in there although he's going to be a little bit of a rehabilitation project I think having him having him being able to move um, is going to be an upgrade over Philip Rivers last year so I think that helps Taylor uh, I'm really excited to see what he does this year and I think we could see you know we're talking about third round value at the moment in this format for fields we may see him sneak very quickly into that second round depending on how things go over the next week or so so um i i really like um, the upside of both players on that side and i know at the end there is the upside there as well but um i just prefer that taylor side i'm, I'm really kind of pretty much all in on, on jonathan taylor heading into the season I think that makes a lot of sense and that's one of the discussions that Monty and I had and we basically came down on the same side of it looking at this question of okay we're down to the 112 you know do we want to move back up to make sure we get either Lawrence or Burrow or if the running backs fall to us instead are we comfortable with that we definitely decided that we were comfortable in it and we had a slight preference for the Taylor Fields build it didn't work out that way we got a quarterback we're very comfortable with having the quarterback but I think that that as an important way to look at it and kind of see what the options might be now the problem at being uh in the bottom half of the first round in terms of your pick it, that creeps back in in the third round as well where you know you may not have that shot at fields unless you move up so being gifted or given we're stuck with in this case a pick in the bottom half of the first round not particularly ideal but there are things that you can do to still win your draft from that range one of the things you can do is make sure you take advantage of this incredible wide receiver value in rounds four through six now we don't necessarily recommend waiting until rounds four through six but when we're looking at this start five and we're wanting to make sure we win the race to fill the flex regardless of whether or not you wait until that range you do want to take advantage of that range Colin, take us through some of the crazy wide receiver values uh, when we're looking at rounds four through six in this Rotoviz Triflex format. Yeah, I think you might have guessed this, and the listeners probably guessed it, but when I was talking about the, the question, I wanted to jump ahead to it was this looking through the ADP, you know, in those ranges, you know, four, five, six, and so on, there is just so much phenomenal wide receiver value there. In the fourth round, Sean, we're looking at, you know, guys that we've talked about a lot in the show t higgins heading into that second year wide receiver 11 dj moore somebody who we we like a lot over at is wide receiver 12 um obviously quarterback scenery changing quite a bit down there in carolina um deandre hopkins is in there we get into round five you know it's the likes of and i've said this a couple of times we have a lot of changes and and at New Orleans where Michael Thomas is down now to wide receiver 14 um, he's going in the fifth round Terry McLaurin wide receiver 13 uh, Brant Nayuk our guy over there with the 49ers and who knows he could be teaming up with uh, uh, Justin Fields in a, in a week or so um, he's wide receiver 15 Chris Godwin back with the, the Bucks. you know there, there's just so many options in there and somebody who is older but continues to be a, an outstanding value in particularly in PPR formats is uh, Keenan Allen down there at wide receiver 19 but you touched on the the situation with the the Bengals possibly 
looking you know a little bit more like the Cowboys with that wide receiver core after the draft depending on how they go there but you know Mari Cooper's in there wide receiver 18 Alan Robinson wide receiver 17 if we look at then some of the you know the running back uh, ranges that are going in there there, there's a heavy influence um of of running backs off the board before that and we're looking at you know Derrick Henry running back 13 um down then I, I i actually think looking at this there there's some interesting running back values here as well and and somebody like aaron jones uh, at running back 16 but um really really enticing area there to to jump aboard that wide receiver uh train and and you know you could go three rounds in a row there and get yourself really top tier uh, wide receivers on board you can and you mentioned Derek henry he's the last pick in round three so if you're uh, one of those owners who really wants to get a foundation piece at running back, you probably are still going to need to get it in those first three rounds. Colin, then we move into a section where the QB2s and maybe the, the bargain QB2s start to come into play. That's rounds seven and eight. Now, we talked in the show last week and how if you really want to go for broke and win your league the first season, you can load up on some of those veterans and you can load up on some of the position players and maybe take a gamble on the quarterbacks lasting into this range. So in, in round seven, we have Daniel Jones and Mac Jones, a couple of guys who, if you're trying to build for the long term, want to take a little bit more risk, are in there. Kirk Cousins, the veteran in that round. And then in round eight, we have the three guys that we've talked about a lot uh, for people who are targeting sort of this veteran range, Tom Brady, Matt Ryan, and then sort of the young veteran, uh, this guy who's going to be 30 and may still have five, six years left in Derek Carr. So you have a variety of choices and a variety of sort of styles of play in terms of how you attack your QB2. You can get your QB2 in this range, or if you want, you could go QB, QB if you've loaded up on the other positions. Colin, we've talked about this a little bit before, but but tell me specifically what you would do here. Let's say you took a quarterback in round one, who's going to be your pick in that round seven round eight area yeah the ones i'm targeting there and i have two specific names that you know either those guys that you mentioned and that would be daniel jones and then matt ryan uh, you know i keep coming back to matt ryan I, I still think there's a lot left in the tank um and I, I still think he'll continue to put up points you know he's been one of the most consistent fantasy producers um over the last basically decade in terms of the points he puts up with the wide receivers he has with the talent around him so um you know we, you never know what's going to happen at this fourth spot as well you know we could see uh kyle pitts end up down there um with the atlanta falcons and that could make it very very interesting for matt ryan owners so i would be targeting those two guys uh, daniel jones um the 40 or sorry the the giants have put a, a number of pieces around him this off season to, to be able to help him and we talk about the upside of quarterbacks with rushing ability we have seen that from jones uh, numerous times so i think the two of those guys are the ones for me with the highest upside in that area i think it's based as well on um you know matt ryan i know i know you've mentioned about taking brady in a couple of drafts but i think matt ryan is younger i think there's going to be you know even if he doesn't hit tom brady's long longevity i think we're going to see him play another three four years even if that isn't with the atlanta falcons so they're the two guys i would be would be targeting there 
if you have taken somebody a little bit you know higher up but I hope you're not getting your first quarterback <laughs> off the board at this point of the of the draft uh, when you're doing it but I think they're the ones of interest the other things of interest John like we talked about the, the wide receiver values like in that Daniel Jones round we're looking at you know Cortland Sutton's in there Kenny Galladay's in there Deontay Johnson so there is players in there but you're starting to get into that area where like we have we have Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton in that round we have Deontay Johnson and Juju Smith-Schuster in that round we're having players who are competing against each other who you know fantasy owners aren't too sure who the guy to to own is going to be moving forward there's a little bit of uh, you know competition for targets in those areas so you're getting into that and then in the next round we have Cooper Cup and Robert Woods who tend to be pretty much tied together in terms of their draft position and then we we also have Chenault and Chark who are, are tied together as well in that round so depending just on how you set up that start of the draft can alter what you're looking at here but if you have got a couple of wide receivers in a row I think that's a good spot to be getting that QB too um, if you have got two QBs earlier or if you're with willing to wait which when we talk about maybe if you're looking at the ADP and this it gets a little bit dicey once you you roll past that uh, ninth round um, for getting that second quarterback so uh, very very um, interesting but it does come back to how you've started off that draft as well it does and, and there are some good wide receiver values in there but we look at the need to take a QB and then you look at wide receiver in rounds nine and ten and again we're talking about you've got to get five solid starters and having five solid starters means do you have some people to cover buys you have some people to cover injuries you have some people to cover just mistakes that you made i mean not every single pick that you make in every single one of your drafts is going to pan out you want to plan for that a little bit and i think the really astonishing wide receiver value in round nine is tyler boyd now you know again if chase lands there and they're splitting it three ways then it becomes more difficult for him to get his numbers but you go back and you look at what he did in 2018 and 2019 you go back and look at what he did last year before joe burrow was injured and i mean a round nine pick for him is pretty silly we also have someone in will fuller in round 10 with a lot of upside now there's risk there but anybody who drafts Tua, who has a belief in Tua, should also make sure that they get will fuller in round 10 so you have some very good options in rounds 9 and 10 we want to keep stacking the wide receivers up make sure we own enough of them take advantage of these values while they're still there i think this triflex adp is going to get more wide receiver heavy and so you won't have quite the same bargains and values at this point a month from now yeah i agree there as well and of course if you want to check out that adp and if you want to check out uh, all the articles up on the rotoviz website you can do so you can also jump aboard get yourself a 10 percent discount to a one-year rotoviz subscription as a loyal podcast listener all you have to do is enter the code rv radio 2021 at checkout or go to rotoviz.com forward slash podcast for more information at uh, perfect time to be, be jumping aboard a subscription now get yourself set up and don't worry as we mentioned earlier in the show if uh, if you set yourself up for a 12-month subscription and you win our contest we'll we'll add that on to the end of that subscription so don't be saying that uh, we'll just wait and win the contest it, it still can set you up for that additional success even heading into 2022 so get yourself ready code again is rv radio 2021 that's going to do it for today's edition of the show of course drop us a written interview on your favorite podcast app and check out that draft series that i mentioned as well that i did along with travis may and john daigle you can check that out on the rotoviz radio feed my name is colin kelly you can follow me on twitter at overtime ireland my co-host as always is sean siegel check out sean's work up on rotoviz.com until we're back with the show on thursday of course have a good one 
Thank you for listening to Overtime on Rotoviz Radio. Please rate and review the Rotoviz Radio podcast on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. You can contact us via email at rotovizradio at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at Rotoviz Radio. And remember, you can always support the pod by subscribing to Rotoviz with a discount through the Rotoviz Radio homepage, rotoviz.com forward slash podcast. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.